acceptable in thy sight. You are my strength and my redeemer. Speak to the hearts of your people this day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. I'm grateful for this privilege. I ask that you would just turn your Bibles to the book of Exodus. Chapter number 15. Exodus. Chapter number 15. We want to begin reading with verse number 1. Exodus chapter number 15. There the Holy Spirit has highlighted for us this context of scripture. Verse number 1. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel the song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his riders hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare for him an habitation. My father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host hath he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They have sank into the bottom of, as a stone. Thy right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in, the, in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. And in greatness of thine excellency, thou hast overthrown them that rose up against thee. Thou sentest forth thy wrath, which consumed them as stubble. Verse number two. The Lord is my strength and song and he has become my salvation he is my God and I will prepare him an habitation my father's my father's God and I will exalt him thus is the reading of God's word for the people of God for the time that is ours today I just want to talk from the thought God is my everything God is my everything. I want to submit unto you that there was once a little boy who was um, going back and forth to school and there was a bully that was picking on him every day as he was going back and forth to school. The bully would just beat him up. His friends would tell him, take a different route home. And the bully found him, beat him up. His friends gave him a baseball bat. The bully took the bat, beat him up. One day, the little boy just went home, broken, devastated, cried out to his daddy. His daddy told him to dry his eyes. Everything would be all right. Next day, boy goes to school on the way home the bully finds him again beats him up 
This goes on about another three, four days. Just about the time the boy is frustrated, sick and tired of being beaten up. All of a sudden, when the bully walks up on him, his daddy comes out of nowhere. 6'10", 285 pounds. Stands over the bully. Says, you've been picking on my son. Today is the day that you will stop picking on my son. The bully looks up at this father, 6'10", scared as I don't know what. He says, well, sir, I guess you're right. I'm going to leave your son alone because his daddy is bigger than me. Such is the discipline discovered when we look at the children of Israel. Their daddy was bigger than their enemy. And eventually their daddy stepped in on their behalf and freed them from the bully that was Pharaoh. That's the text. If you allow me to back up and share some things with you today that are critical to our Christian journey, I'll get out your way. Children of Israel are in a place called Egypt. They are oppressed. They are mistreated. Historically speaking, they were only supposed to be in Egypt because there was a famine in the land. And they have made a permanent residence in a temporary place. And because of this permanent residence in a temporary place, the enemy has taken full advantage of the children of Israel. God raises up a servant in Moses, for God has a plan to deliver his children out of trouble. Moses has a conversation with God. God gives Moses his marching orders. Moses goes to Pharaoh and says to Pharaoh, uh, will you just let the people go down into the wilderness to worship? Pharaoh has no knowledge of who God is. And he chooses to make the people work even harder because they wanted to go worship. Um, when he makes them work harder, the people get frustrated people start to cry, complain, and murmur. They're mad at Moses. You went talking about going to worship, and now it's tougher on us. Because the enemy was afraid that if Israel continued to grow, they would outnumber them and eventually overthrow them. And so the plan of the enemy was to put so much of a workload on Israel that they was too tired to do what God called them to do. I want to tell you today that I'm trying my best to keep it PG-13 uh, because if you know what the text means, you know that God said that he was going to multiply the children of Israel. He was going to bless them. And the plan of Pharaoh was to work the, the men so that they were too tired to multiply with their wives so that they could control the number. But on the contrary, the harder they worked, the more they multiplied. Try it one more time. The plan of the enemy was to make them so tired that they didn't go home and multiply. But somehow God gave them enough strength 
that they not only carried the workload, but they still multiplied so that the will of God will be done. I need to tell somebody today, I don't care what you go through, God will give you enough strength that you might be able to do what he has called you to do in the time of crisis. Notice here, Pharaoh says, who is the Lord that I ought to release the people to worship? Moses says, okay, listen, people mad at me. Watch this. I'm in Exodus chapter number five. People mad at me. They murmuring. He goes to God, tells God that the people are upset. Chapter number six, verse number one, God tells Moses, see what I would do to Pharaoh. You missed it. I'll try it again. The people are under pressure. The people are going through it. They're murmuring. They're upset. They're angry. Moses is catching it. Moses goes to God, Yvette. When Moses goes to God, God says, I've heard it all. I've seen it all. Watch what I'm going to do to Pharaoh. Okay, you, one more time. I'm trying to get y'all to get this thing. Y'all, y'all, y'all walking real slow with me today. Um, um, they've been picking on them. God says, watch what I'm going to do to Pharaoh who has been picking on my people. God puts together a plan, not just to deliver Israel, but to let Pharaoh know who he is. I want to submit unto you today that God has a plan, not just to get you out, but to let your enemy know who he is and who you belong to. And here are the children of Israel going through it frustrated. And now we pick them up. They're at the Red Sea. They got the deep blue sea in in front of them and the devil behind them. But they got deliverance working within the camp. Backed against the wall, God tells Moses, stretch forth your rod. He stretched forth the rod and the water recedes. And Israel walks across on dry ground. I want to back up and just share this with you. This is all historical context. I got one point to preach and I'll be out your way. Um, 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 um. Notice here that what Israel or what Moses needed to get them through was already in their possession. They had the rod in their possession. And God tells them to stretch forth the rod. He stretches forth the rod and the water recedes. Now you say, Pastor Willis, I don't have no rod. All I got is my word. Well, if you got enough word, you got enough for the Red Sea of your life to part when the enemy is behind you. God will make a way of escape for you, just as he did the children of Israel. All right, here's my shout. My shout is that they came across on dry ground, Pharaoh and his army, in hot pursuit of them, and as a Pharaoh and his army is in hot pursuit of them, when Israel makes it across, God closes up the Red Sea. And what delivered Israel drowned the enemy. Try one more time. What delivered Israel drowned the enemy, which is the shout to us today. 
that God knows how to make a way of escape for you that the enemy cannot latch on to. The enemy cannot overcome. The enemy cannot pull through it. God knows how to give you exactly what you need and your enemies cannot triumph over what God would, as a matter of fact, God will drown your enemies so that you can get through it. That's our text. We're right here at Exodus chapter number 15. When you read the Bible, this is now the song that the children are singing. They got a song to sing because God has brought them through the Red Sea. God has delivered them out of the hand of Egypt and Israel, Egypt and the hand of Pharaoh. They, now they got a song to sing. They're ready now. This is the song that they sang. Verse number two. You ready? The Lord is our strength. The Lord is our power. The Lord is our might. The Lord is the reason why we've been able to endure it. Here is the confession of the text. The confession of the text is that when we were in this thing without God, we thought we couldn't make it. But once God showed up on our behalf, we became stronger and know, knew that we could make it because we had God on our side. Is there anybody that can shout today? There were some times in my life when I relied on my own strength, on my own knowledge, and I didn't think I could make it through that. I didn't think I could go through that disappointment. I didn't think I could go through that sickness. I didn't think I could go through that brokenness. But somehow, because God was on my side, he became my strength. He gave me everything I needed that I might be able to withstand the wild of the devil. He gave me everything that I needed. That that I might be able to lift up my head in the time of trouble. God has been your strength. Is there anybody that can shout, God has been my strength? I can testify today, I've been weak, I've been worn, I've been broken, but God has been the reason why I can lift up my head in the time of trouble. God has been the reason why I can sing my song. God has been the reason why I'm still standing after everything I've been through. Is there anybody in here that can shout, I've been through hell and high water but God is the reason why I'm still standing they talked about me they mistreated me they lied on me but God has been my strength is there anybody in the Lord's church that will shout God is my strength they said um, the Lord is our strength watch it and our song He's the reason why we praise. He's the reason why we give glory. It's all because of him that we give praise. It's not because of anybody else because nobody else deserves the glory because nobody else could have got us out of what we were in. It was only by God's grace, only by God's mercy that we made it. And because of that, we sing praises unto his name. We sing praises to the Lamb of God because God has been faithful unto us. Is there anybody that can shout, not only is he my strength, but he's my song. He's the reason why I sing. Come here, Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin said, Someone asked the question, why do we sing? When, when we lift our hands to Jesus, what does it really mean? Can I tell you what it really means? It means that he looked beyond my thoughts and saw my needs. It, it really means that he's been favoring me in unfavorable situations. It means that he's been blessing me every time I turn around. Is there anybody can shout? He's the reason why I sing. God is the reason why we sing. Oh, oh, oh. He's my, 
he, he's my strength. He, he, he's my song. Watch it. I'm still in verse number two. And he is my salvation. The Bible says that they said he has become my salvation. Uh, which means that he performed the work to show that he was worthy of being my savior. Okay, you missed it. Um, um, um. He, he's fully God and has the power to deliver. But I was in a situation where I needed him to become who he was in my life. I needed him to become who he is all by himself in my life. Which means I can go through it without having him be who he is in my life. Okay. Uh, they, were in a, they were in a situation where they were in Egypt for 400 years going through oppression. And yet God still had not shown himself as a deliverer to them. But now here they are delivered. Now they can testify. He has become what he is in my life. He has become the deliverance. He has become my salvation. He's become the one that made a way of escape for me. This is who he has become to me. So my question to you today, as we get ready to get up out of here, is who is he to you? What has he become in your life? Is he your strength? Is he your song? Or is he your salvation? See, for me, I testify, God is my everything. He's my strength, he's my song, and he's my salvation. See, I can't wake up and live without him. It is him that I live, move, and have my being. It is in him that I find refuge. It is in him that I can lift up my head and be ye lifted up ye everlasting doors and let the king of God. It's because of him, my strength. It's because of him that I sing. But it's also because of him that I am delivered. Um, when we research this, um, here's what we find, Brother Chestnut. We find that the children of Israel went into Egypt because there's a famine in the land. They chose to stay there because they found that the famine was in the land where they were from. They chose to stay while they were there in the land. They got real comfortable. Where God never told them to pitch their tent. Okay, try one more time. They got comfortable in a place where God never told them to stay. Which means part of their struggle is their own fault. Okay, y'all don't like confessing nothing around here. Okay, uh, uh, you got to learn how to admit that sometimes the struggle of my life is sometimes my fault too. You can't blame everybody for everything. If I would have never got comfortable where I was, then I wouldn't be in what I'm in now. But just because I messed up don't give you the right to take advantage of my mess up. Okay. Pharaoh is overworking them because he knows he's got the authority to. And God delivers Israel from Israel and from Pharaoh. Okay, y'all missed me. He delivered them from themselves and from the enemy. And you ought to shout today because it's sometimes God had to deliver you from you. Don't worry, I'll shout myself happy today because there's sometimes Raymond C. Willis is a ticking time bomb and God had to deliver me from me because he know I'll mess everything up. He delivers them and they are now able to shout 
that he's my, he's my strength, he's my song, and he is my salvation. That's the shout. Now here it is. Uh, while they're shouting who he is, watch what Moses says. He says that the Lord, verse number three, is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Verse number four. Pharaoh's chariots and his horses hath he cast into the sea. And he and, and, and into the sea. His chosen captains also drowned in the Red Sea. Okay. Uh, reminder, when I read this text, um, I, I really got caught up on verse number two. Uh, but verse number three and four really pushed me. Because um, what it reveals to us is that God not only destroyed Pharaoh, but he destroyed the horses that Pharaoh was riding on. Okay. No, 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 let me, let me try. Uh, um, um. He not only destroyed the people who lied, he destroyed the lie that they rode in on. Y'all ain't feeling me. Uh, he, 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 he didn't just kill uh, Pharaoh. He killed the horses too. Because anything that is willing to carry those that are willing to destroy my people, I'm getting rid of all of it. That's somebody's word today. That whatever they came up against you with, whatever the lie was, whatever the vehicle that drove the lie, God is getting rid of not just the liar, but the vehicle that carried the liar too. He destroyed it all. Uh, and not only did he destroy it, he drowned it. Okay. Uh, Bible says that it sank to the bottom. Uh, 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 meaning, he put so much weight on it that it could never come back. Y'all don't know when to shot. Try it one more time. He put so much weight on them that they couldn't bounce back from it. Y'all still ain't feeling me. Uh, Stacy put so much weight on them that when they tried to resurrect, even if they wanted to resurrect, they couldn't do it. God knows how to get rid of, not just by burying it, but making sure that it can't come back. Since y'all ain't never sinned, I'll just talk to me. Because there's some sin in my life that God buried so that people couldn't bring it back and it couldn't come back on its own. Okay. I guess some of y'all sins just going to forever be out there. But he buried my sin under the sea of forgetfulness. That's why I shout and give him glory. Because if you knew how messed up I really was, you wouldn't be sitting there talking about God saved him and let me preach to you. But because he buried it. Okay, since me y'all acting funny, I thought y'all liked the Bible. I thought y'all did. I thought we was a gospel preaching church. You do know that's all the cross is. It's Jesus burying your sin so that it wouldn't come back on you later. So here we are. The sin is buried. The enemy is drowned. And they are glorifying God because God has delivered them. God has given them victory. And now they can shout, God is our everything. He's our deliverer. He's our song. He's our strength. We can overcome and we can endure 
Because God has been with us. God has been providing for us. God has been protecting us. Through our murmuring, he still showed up. Through our complaining, he still showed up. Our backs were broken, he still showed up. God showed up when we needed him most. And because he showed up when we needed him most, we paused to give his name glory. We paused to say thank you. Wait a minute, they just came out of it and they stopped to give his name glory. They just got delivered and they stopped to give his name glory. Don't do nothing else but stop to give his name glory when God has been good to you. When God makes a way out of no way, pause and just say thank you. When God opens doors, pause and say thank you. Is there anybody in here that can shout, I'm just pausing on this Sunday morning to say, God, I thank you. Because if it had not been for you on my side, I don't know where I would be. If it had not been for you all around me, I'll be dead in my grave. But God, somehow, in some way, you keep on doing great things in my life. Uh, Notice what happens here, y'all. The Bible reveals to us that the children of Israel uh, giving him glory because of what he's done. Uh, He's their joy and sorrow. He's their hope for tomorrow. He's their rock in a woodry land. He's their battle axe in the time of war. He's their shield. He's their strong tower. He's their bridge over troubled water. He's their lily in the valley. He's their hope for tomorrow. Can I just give it to you? God had become their everything. And I just need to pull the room today to find out, is God your everything? When you look back over your life and think about what you've been through, where you come from, and how you made it over, I know it ain't Black History Month, but can you shout how I got over? Ain't no question about it. It was the Lord. It was God that did it for me. Ain't no doubt in my mind. Because if it had not been for God on my side, the enemy would have took me out. But because God saved me, because God provided for me, because God preserved me, I can shout praise is what I do. Even when I'm going through, I'll give his name glory. Because God has been good to me. Is there anybody here that will shout real big, God is my everything. Yeah, I know, I know some stuff. I know, I know some people, but God is my source. That, that's why I look unto the hills from which cometh my help. Because yeah. I know that all my help yeah, comes from the Lord. Is there anybody here that can shout today, God is my everything. I know you love me and I know you care about me, but God is the reason why I'm still standing. God is the reason why we come this far. And I don't know how you feel about it, but I thank God he didn't give up on me. I thank God he didn't let the enemy take me out, but he had a plan for my escape. Is there anybody here that can shout God always makes a way. God always 
always pulls us through. When in doubt, look unto the hills from which cometh your help and know that all your help comes from the Lord. I'm out of here. Let me bid you farewell. May the Lord God bless you real good. The Bible reveals to us that the children of Israel are under attack and they cannot deliver themselves. And while they're in a jam, God shows up, makes a way of escape. You missed it. They're in a jam. God shows up, makes a way of escape. They didn't see it. They knew nothing about it. But God did it anyhow. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He made a way of escape so that we could live and testify to the goodness of God all around us. You do know what happened, don't you? Jesus came down through 40 and two generations. He suffered, bled, and died that you might be healed, that I might be healed. And he hung him on a cross. They buried him in a ball tomb. But early early Sunday morning he got up with all power in his hand. The translation for power is strength. He got up with all power. He got up with all strength. And I shout that Jesus is my everything. He's my strength. He's my shield. He's my song. He's my salvation. Is he your strength? Is he your song? Is he your salvation. Well, why don't everybody who believes God is your song? He is your strength. He is your salvation. Open up your mouth and shout big. God is my everything. He's my everything. In the time of trouble, He's my everything. In the time of gladness, he's my everything. I pause to give him glory this day because he's done so much in my life. If I had 10,000 tongues, it wouldn't be enough to tell him thank you because God is my everything. Is he your everything? Well, you ought to bless him because we've been around here for 101 years and God has been our everything. He's the reason why we made it through. He's the reason why we made it over. I didn't come out of Hamtramck, but I know one thing. God brought us this far. I don't know where we're going in the future, but wherever we're going, God is taking us because God is still our everything. God is our everything. God bless you.